Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave yeah that's right <laughs> so here we go another week without Ooh. without john and jd john is a Still not feeling well. He said he should be back next week. We shall see. And JD had a coaching engagement. He's doing a national tournament this week. So next week he'll be able to tell us all about that. So, of course, we had to first go to our bench, go to the Geek World All-Stars bench, get one of our favorite people in the whole world. He always makes this podcast funnier whenever he's on. And, of course, that is Random Randy Savage of the Cult 45 podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. How is everybody? Hey, <laughs> it's waiting on an email, <laughs> but I got it now. I got it. And of course, our fourth, the unsung hero of superhero speak, the greatest podcast, podcast, the greatest comic book reviewer in the business. Hey, the one and only D square. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Speaking of which, yeah, I, I, you are rewarding me with an appearance on the show because I reviewed survival number one which you know you guys you had those guys on the show yeah Jim so, and yeah you threw me a bone thanks boss i just gotta <laughs> say i thought you were much older by your voice i don't think i've ever seen you before <laughs> okay I get but that. i thought you were like i kind of thought you were like a grizzled old man and just like <laughs> whoa this is all i always thought about this don was just saying he's like i don't think the two of us have ever been on together before so nope yep all right. Well, Dave, how about you, sir? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Can't complain. You unstuck from your girlfriend's face long enough to do something <laughs> like watch a movie or something. Or... <laughs> so, so we were just talking about that. We actually went down to Atlantic city last week for a few days. It was a planned vacation. She had, to, she had to take time off from work Aww. because, because it's no, it's one of those things where you, I'm not jealous, you, whatever use it or lose it. And <laughs> She had to, they, they all, they all tried to force you to put some time on the calendar during the summer. So she put in for this week and then we went down. Unfortunately, we were going to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Unfortunately, my uncle passed away on the fourth. Oh, so, well, it wasn't unexpected. He's been ill for a long time. His funeral was on that Tuesday. So we shifted and we left right after the funeral. But here's the funny thing, because you said, took my face away from my girlfriend long enough. Yeah, about half my show. family. This was the first time she met that side of my family. Half of them were like, "Oh, I feel like I know you because of all the pictures on Facebook." <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Okay. Right. Let's not push anything. Still his girlfriend. Nothing's going on. No, nothing's happening. No one will set any expectations. <laughs> no, no, I have no uh, expectations. <laughs> me, me and the family's not a big milestone or anything, you know. Yeah, it's not no like like moving in or anything or exchanging no. things. No, not yet. bodily fluids. That's it. I gotta tell you. And that drawer that she has, I'm sure. Is a drawer? I'm sure. No, I have a drawer in her to. house. Oh, oh, there we go. You've got the drawer. Okay. Oh, you have the drawer. Okay. So you're you're the invader. Gotcha. See, it's funny. Like, I don't know. Hey, anyone out there who can relate to this, it's like you get to a certain age and you both have families. It dating becomes more complicated than you realize it's going to be. You know, when you have kids and she has kids, it's like, you know, I mean, everyone gets along. Everyone her kids seem to like me. My son likes her, you know, like no, no issues there. Just, you know, coordinating things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. such is life, such as love. Yes. Yes. Oh, you love that crap. That, Let's Randy? get to some like comic crap. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. I get it. I'm, I'm annoyed by it, but I get it. <laughs> all right. All right. So you want to get to some comic crap. So here's the thing. I know that you said, Randy, that you're caught up on Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're caught up, Don. I am not. What? <laughs> but I don't care. We can talk about it. I don't, right. I, 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 here's the thing, though. Like, this is something we've been talking about a lot. We're going to actually be talking about it, I think, when we get to our main topic because of a tweet someone uh, sent out. It's mm. always a tweet. It's always yeah. a tweet. Was it me? Yes. It yes, okay. it was you. It was me. Uh, about superhero fatigue. And I'm kind of thinking, like, I was watching it every week right after Obi-Wan, right? Because like, yeah. I was really into Obi-Wan, and then I would watch it, and then Obi-Wan ended it, and I watched the next episode, and then it was like, I realized, like, I liked the show, I liked the character, but I really wasn't that invested in it. That's fair. I mean, you I know? get it. It's, it's like real comics, though. Once you get outside of the Captain America, the Thor, the Iron mm -hmm. Man, there is a bit of a, like, hey, if they had an Iron Man show, you'd watch it. Or if they had a Captain America, like I, Steve Rogers I loved shows. Falcon Winter Soldier. I thought that Absolutely. was a great show. I yeah. just thought it was because you weren't a, you know, 14 year old girl. And I was like, because <laughs> that's what the show is really for. Like, I mean. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. And I think they did a good job trying to capture that audience. Yeah. But yeah, no. And it's just, I don't know if it's fatigue or, or right. Like, is it just, I've seen all the characters I care about, you know, but Do I want to see a six hour origin story for Miss Marvel. Well, well no. But then they go, and I don't know if you want to talk about this right in the moment, but then at the end of this thing, we get a huge bombshell. So I don't know if you want to talk about that. Well, I, she's let's talk mutant, about right? it. That was the... Yeah, that was the bombshell. bombshell. Yeah. So she's the first mutant in the MCU. Well, no, no, yeah. no. Be, you know, that's Xavier. She's the first MCU 616 mutant. I'll we'll okay. say that. Uh, which is interesting because she's an inhuman in the actual comics. Right. right. And the Inhumans tried to, like, wipe out the X-Men. Nonetheless, come to find out, because I hate the Inhumans. So I was like, you motherfuckers. So you went ahead and made an Inhuman and a, a mutant, the first <laughs> MCO, you sons of bitches. No. But once I cooled down, I realized 10 years ago, they actually wanted to make her mutant in the comics. They just didn't do it because they didn't own the rights. So they said, screw it. We got to make her an Inhuman. So the original plan was to make her an, a mutant in the comics. Right. So now, in the MCU 616, they went ahead and done it. So who shows up? She's still kind of like a half and half. Like she still she still has a like a non-human, non-earthling right. blood type from another yeah. part of the universe that is unlocked by 
certain minerals inside of the bracelet, which unlock her mutation potential. And I was like, yeah. You're working a lot. You're working a lot to not say teragenesis. You're just like doing too much <laughs> yes. to being like, nah, she just like, and like, then they take the bracelet off a blue guy. And I'm just like, so that's not a Cree. That's not a Cree's dead body. You just ripped that from. <laughs> that's not a Cree. Nah. Some, okay. Some we're just going to walk over that. There. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Mutation. My ass. Well, that actually doesn't even make sense because they've already used Cree. So they could have just said it was a Cree. Like, yeah. They could have. They easily could have. And I was like, anyone- and then the fact that there's are, there are in humans because of Dr. Strange, they exist in the multiverse. They exist in a, what? Eight, three, six or wherever <laughs> the, where yeah. the, where the arrogant Illuminati lived. And I think it's the like, thing I'm, I'm most curious about, and you can spoil it. I don't care. Did, did anyone like Captain Marvel or Monica Rambeau show up in the last episode? Yeah. Which oh, but yeah. Ambrose. Okay. But she like took the place of Miss Marvel. It's strange. You'll have to you have to see. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I somebody, figured they're going to set up the Marvels movie. So yep, exactly. Yeah, somebody like on TikTok was talking about like, it wasn't a transmorphing thing that Miss Marvel can do or could have done, but it was a teleportation thing that happened because her like because of the way re- she was reacting to the room and the surroundings around her. She's like, this is not where I was ten seconds ago. Like. Mm-hmm. so i was like okay that makes more sense and the fact in the show she does kind of dimension jump mm-hmm. on her own so it's like it happens so i would assume teleportation is not that far from that stretch if america chavez can do it i'm sure miss marvel could figure it out with the bangle i guess that's a thing yeah well like she kept like they kept having those flashbacks where she saw the train right yeah so she's got more powers than they were alluding to i knew that was coming and she went back in time yeah yeah so i was like okay so if time dilation is a thing transporting yourself from one place to another in the same instance is teleportation the form of time travel so you could you could smudge that one a bit sure that makes sense so (laughs) so i would ask does this did this show make you excited for the marvels or like eh? yeah okay i'm like somebody was bitching about connected tissue in the Mar- in the mcu as of right now and i was like miss marvel has all your connected tissue right she's connected to shang chi she's connected to spider-man she's connected to the avengers she's connected yeah. to hulk and it's like she has all the pieces inside that show and yeah. it's like all those all those bits and bobs and easter eggs are all in that show and nobody's watching it so they're all like where the fuck are all the connected tissues like in the show that you're not watching <laughs> right yeah i mean that's the thing too one of the things that bugs me is we're now in the world where like if you fall off a show like that or you're not watching it it's like oh you're sexist or you're racist or whatever and it's just like no i just a i mean i I got busy but b it's like no i like the character i just it it was too like give me give me a two-hour movie on on disney plus like i I don't need six hours. See, I don't even know? buy that like logic either because I've have people have sit there and watched all of Stranger Things, which is fourteen hours, uh, no, and they're I, like, "I can't do it." I love Stranger Things, and I'm like, "But I hate Miss Marvel. It's all so long and it's so convoluted." Like, but you watch fourteen hours of a same female woman trying to find her own way in the world, and you just didn't watch it because the woman was brown. Is that the only difference? Like, <laughs> no, but I also think. Well, I mean, for some people it might be, but I also think it's, we just watched 
two movies this year, right? We had uh, Thor and what was the other one? We had Thor and Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. Strange. We had four shows last year. We've got She-Hulk coming. It's like, it is starting to be too much, I think. And there was another thing that like I heard about, and I was like, that makes more sense of why everything feels incomplete. Where it's like, 2020 was the missing year. The year that most of this stuff was supposed to come out. Yeah. yeah. And because of it, because of the pandemic, all that stuff got stacked on top of each other. So that's why VXF artists are getting tired. They're getting like, they're like, they're trying to push for better work placements because they're exhausted building Mm -hmm. four new movies, five different shows all need to be coming out right now, right now, because we got to have something for these chocolateites to watch while they're stuck inside their houses forever. (laughs) And it's like, you know, and none of it makes any sense because, well, we didn't have time to make it make sense. Normally, yeah. when we did this shit last time, we made a couple movies and then we gave the Dark Elves the ability to create the Reality Stone. And then we just walked back that little nugget and called it the <laughs> Reality Stone. And nobody asked us any questions about it later. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no one saw the Dark World. So then, like, no one cared about that little tidbit that the Dark Elves <laughs> made the re- Infinity Stones, that which was in that fucking movie. And I was like, <laughs> Wait a minute. So you guys just glossed over this bit. Yep. No one knows where they come from. They're yeah. magical stones that came from anywhere. It's like that sounds like a good retro review now to do. I, um, I, well, we already did ours, and that's yeah. I even pointed out in the episode. I was like, you know, they Odin says that the dark elves created mystical weapons, and one of them was the ether. And I was like, how many? Six of them. You mean the rea- you mean the infinity stones? Yeah. We're just not gonna talk about that bit. <laughs> no but you're actually making a great point too i think if and it's like marvel's been doing this for a long time guys it's like they just make shit oh Oh, that's awesome oh that was always the way it was supposed to be we made that totally happen and all right and then we're gonna make another new thing and it's like oh that sucks well then we'll never hear from that shit ever again (laughs) it's like okay and you're right because like i've seen a lot of stuff when they talked about making of iron man right they threw that teaser on or stinger yeah the like avengers is like the one we talked about the avengers initiative okay that's the last thing they said and then they never went back to it until from 2008 to 2012 four years later and then like we're avengers now and i was like oh yeah because they didn't know if the movie was gonna be a hit or not and exactly they that could have been it but, but now we're in phase four and it's like well wandavision was supposed to be the last thing that came out and now it's the first thing that comes out so okay yeah. and everyone loves it all right well, it's a big mystery thing that we have to, but the mystery's over. Uh, okay, so we have sword, and we have things, and Nick Fury somewhere. Secret wars, secret invasion is happening. Well, we can't use the scrolls because we already burned that bridge in the fucking <laughs> in the thing. Okay, make a, like a couple of them in the next Spider-Man movie. Okay, there it is. Doom, boom. Now we have this, and it's like, oh, you just you're just yeah. making this shit up as you go along <laughs> no and it's 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 got to be tough to be kevin feige to try to make it make sense and try to sweep things under the rug like thor yeah. dark world yeah i was saying the worst part of phase four right now is the fans <laughs> yeah no absolutely absolutely the fans are the worst part because we're trying to build something like before but the problem is everyone is already in we the fan is the mass, the most massive, hyper intelligent comic book figure outer machine ever, and it knows all the plot lines, and it knows all the secrets, and it knows all the characters. So anything that you could have thought of, they're already thinking of it. So anything that you could try to surprise them with becomes boring because it's like, 
but we saw that coming a mile away. Like everyone knows that the Thunderbolts are coming, right? Everybody knows that the Young Avengers are coming, right? Because we have all the pieces here. Everyone knows that Nick Fury is going to bang the Veep later, right? Because that's going to be a thing, right? Hopefully, maybe. I don't know. I want to see that scene. I think it'll be fun. They've already, they've like, we're never going to bring back Quake. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is dead to us. Oh, wait, we just signed her back on as a mutant just today. Okay, so, you know. Chloe Bennett, get your shoes back on. We're going to go make a movie. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, obviously you're making an excellent point, but I also think they missed the mark. And this isn't just 2020. This is like they could have done this in phase two and three is they should have kept introducing new, strong standalone characters that they could keep bringing along. Because when you lose Cap and Iron Man, your two main characters at the end of your last phase, and you don't really own spider-man nah we don't need that guy but we have we have we have kamala khan miss marvel she's our new spider-man we have we have sam wilson he can be our captain america give him grounded stories about race relations in harlem that get that get intertwined with luke cage and misty knight now that with the netflix things is over so we can bring those guys back into the fold did you ever read the the falcon miniseries that introduced them as a solo character no in the 80s yeah there's a whole there's a whole sub story in there about race relations in harlem in the 80s and it's like yes they could do that now and and be even more impactful with him being cap but i mean but i'm just but again i thought of this i just mean like i'm sure somebody else other than marvel has already been like we did that already the we already burned that storyline we already did that storyline okay what's left that's what i'm saying like though i think you try to bring in someone you know that's going to keep people's interest you know because right. like miss marvel is a great character but she's a newer character you know she's yeah. not a staple like the fantastic four of the x-men yeah. well, you know i mean and i know the they just four got them. x-men coming though you know how do you not stick that landing that's why like like i i get where they're going with the new characters but they're gonna have to bring the heat with yeah that's, fair. that's how you bring us old gents in i, I mean right. I was as old as randy thought i was but you know i, I am on the <laughs> The plus side of 40 there. But, and, and but we so, are the ones bringing our kids to the movie. That's true. The kids they, are the ones who are bringing the wallets, Thor. the people with the wallets in the movies, and they bought the Avengers game, which had Miss Marvel as their main character. Right. So it's like, and Miss Marvel has been the main character in all the Avengers cartoon shows then, on Disney+. Plus. But then that so also it's like, makes me think they missed the mark that way and should have made her a movie as opposed to a, a, a series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I like... I think movies are, I feel like, I like I've, I'm not trying to say movies are dead because they're not, but like TV shows, like what was it that Robin Williams had said that like he was, he played a hook. He was in Good Morning Vietnam, but the one character everyone kept bringing up to him was Mort. Yeah. Because when you're a TV character, you're inside people's homes yeah. every week and you're a part of their lives. And I was like, that is what they want. They want a character that people go like, oh, you know, Miss Marvel, like being cool and building shit and being the cosplay adventures. And I was like, I did that. I, I'm that character. And like, I, I have getting funky outfits with my friends and it's like stuff like that, you know, problems with my mom. Oh, I hate that shit. You know? And, but <laughs> right. that's what they want. They want the kids to relate. And then the kids are like, let's go see the Marvel's movie. That it's going to be three female characters and two of them are going to be Brown and it's going to be a hard sell for anybody. So it's like, you need to like, bring the heat and well two of them are gonna be brown and the one white character no one really likes 
I've, and also I feel like like she was nicer and more relatable in her own movie and they just took all that away in, yeah. in Endgame and it's like my hope was that that shift in tone was on purpose because yeah. then like what the hell happened to you why are you so mean all the time and it's like oh it's because she's a scroll that's why <laughs> or she's gonna be like she is now in the comics in civil war ii and because it's like why did nick fury just let peter parker do whatever he wanted in far from home yeah. it's like because he was a scroll nick fury would never let him that happen it's like oh yeah, you're right, David. When they had in her role, the Carol Danvers in Civil War, she was just like a mega douche. Yep. And uh, the, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of carried on to me for the character in the MCU. I was like, oh. She's, and even in uh, her cameo in Shang-Chi, she still doesn't seem very nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really hoping they're not playing this. Like, she's just a bitch all the time. And I was like, no, she's a scroll. Hopefully that's where we're going. Otherwise, yeah. she's just a bitch all the time. <laughs> I'm giving her the benefit out that she's being impersonated by someone terrible. Super scroll right. or something. Well, she's something. Did you you should read Civil War 2 and, and then tell me if she's not a bitch. I'll get to it. But like Tony's Tony Stark's an asshole in everything I've read so far. Yeah. So it's like, but he's not that much of an asshole in the movies. It's like, yeah, but yeah. Scott mean, Lang's a pervert, you know, but he's not that much of a pervert in the movies. Well, we don't really know. Do we? I want Ultron to come back. I really want. I just wrote just a random code just has been lying around somewhere. <laughs> he he kind of did in the what if. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. I mean, it's possible. He's a computer program. Like, right. He can still be yeah. around. Like, they can pull that out whenever they want, but we yeah. still got to get through Doom and Galactus. That's going to be a rough sell. That's going to be a rough hit. Wait, Doom or Galactus? Well, they're both. Either or. I got to come. Doom's got to show up, and then Galactus no, has got to show up. Why is why is Doom a rough sell? Other than the fact that they screwed him up in two movie franchises. And, <laughs> and like, so where have you been this whole time? I feel like you know the thing about these characters is like I think normal human beings can do stuff, but a massive super genius would try to like I remedy right something now, eventually, right? I think right now you could bring him in as an allegory to Putin and people would like jump on that right away. Well, he's going to be in the black. I don't know if he's going to be in, but he he's rumored to be a part of black Panther too, uh, oh, trying to uh, get some uranium. Um, I was thinking it'd be more like Bezos. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Just, he's just been underneath the whole time. Like who's been supplying the weapons to damage control. That's what I was thinking of watching Miss Marvel the whole time. It's like, I know the government's not just giving these people money like this. Somebody's funding damage control and it ain't Tony Stark. So it's like, yeah. And so somebody's been trying to collect and enhance people. It's so funny that they're do. like, they've turned damage control into, for lack of a better term, a douche organization in the MCU. Or they're Meta Hydra or AIM characters. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to be the new Hydra somehow. Because... Or, yeah. It would make more sense if it was AIM. And then now we're exactly back in the fucking like Avengers game. And it's like, oh, Kamala Khan's run away from drones again. <laughs> trying to stop modok at the very end of the movie modok's gonna be a hard sell <laughs> if no one else watched that hulu show it should be fine <laughs> i did not i heard I, it was horrible it wasn't that i don't know you i know actually what? liked I, it it was fun yeah i appreciated it it had like x-men villains on it and stuff which was, yeah, it was hilarious it, didn't, it was just like we're doing all the cameos i don't give a shit yeah. it's animation no one cares <laughs> yeah 
It made it quite amusing for me. He, he rang. He he. What he rode Fing Fang Foo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that's awesome. All right. Well, think this is a good place for. So- oh wait, no social media madness this week. <laughs> what? <laughs> JD and John aren't here, and there's no social media madness. <laughs> nope. And it was only me anyway. <laughs> well, I have. I'm. We're going to talk about that tweet when we get to the main topic. Gotcha. So, Man. but. If you want to know how you can be part of Social Media Bandits so you can be on next week's show, here's our good friend D-Squared to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that, Don. And while you're here, why don't you tell the people where they can find the Omega Level Nerd Podcast? Yeah, absolutely, Dave. You know, you remind me that JD called my show, uh, what was it, the House of D's Nuts. And then the next week, <laughs> I was on the show. And then I changed it to Omega Level Nerds, which you can find, of course, when you search Omega Level Nerds on YouTube, because they don't even have 100 subscribers yet. So I'm begging you, please help us get to at least 100 if you can. Omega Level Nerds on YouTube, please subscribe. But we can at least get like custom URL. Outside of that, we're on Podbean, Apple Podcast app. So that's Omega Level Nerds. At Omega Level Nerds on Twitter. Cool. And cool. Randy, why don't you tell the good people where they can find Colt 45? Sure. This is Random Randy Savage with Colt 45 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt 45 Podcast. Subscribe to our Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube for that video content. We're on, on all of your major podcasting apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Pod me so hard, Daddy. But Podbean <laughs> is where they love us. And if you want more of us, uh, more of this in your ear pussies. Come to patreon.com slash cult 45 podcast and get an extra episode for a dollar featuring new releases and take o- or take over our show with your selection for a few bucks more. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Eventually we'll get to Stargate, but we're never going to get to Stargate. <laughs> it was actually, I take that back. It was on the list for a couple, like a month ago, and I took it off because I had to. Oh, because I wanted to do the shadow. That's what it was. Oh, <laughs> God. And, and and real quick, before we hit the commercial, are you ever going to run out of voices for the commercial? I usually just try to pull them from the movie. But no, I'm just going to keep doing crazy, wacky voices until I <laughs> until somebody hires me for voiceover stuff. I love when you get beat them down laughing, though. It's just, that's the best. That's my, that's my goal every episode is to make him just like, I can't continue the show until I get the giggles out. And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. After these 
have some news to talk about this week starting with joe dante the infamous director of gremlins has come out and said that baby yoda is a ripoff of the mugwai from the gremlin movies i call bs because yoda was around first with the big pointy ears <laughs> and you know what gizmo looks like mm. he looks like a cross between an ewok and yoda which as uh -huh. you point out predate this so that guy can go fuck himself i was just thinking like you just find a big animal creature with big eyes and ears you just copied baby dumbo which was right. way before yoda there you go mm -hmm. so i was like and eh, it's a disney property so ah sorry guy i mean I, I get it i get it but he's just trying to get press yeah just yeah. like you know i'm making a movie no you're not you're just stirring <laughs> the shit well they have that series the the Mugwai series is coming, I think, on Netflix or Hulu. Oh, so that's Netflix. what this is. This yeah, is just so him, like, just him, like, like wagging his dick press. around. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, I'm still relevant, guys, right? <laughs> I kind of feel like, oh, the show's going to come out and young people who aren't familiar with the original Gremlins are going to be like, oh, look, they just copied Baby Yoda. Like, that yeah. happens too much in this world. <laughs> right. And that's probably the only reason this show is even getting made is that's, like Netflix yeah. was like, oh, we have this property. Hey, this kind of looks like we could do like a whole Baby Yoda thing. And boom, here we go. That's so. probably why this whole article exists. So that way he can right. point back to like, no, 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 we already addressed this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You, you guys big fans of the original Gremlins? <laughs> honestly I, like and I know too. right yes thank I like you like, i know too. jd looks at me weird because i'm like no i like gremlins too i like gremlins too it's just wackier bow and arrow big I, yeah. spider gremlin and shit I, I like it's funny i appreciate that it's like jd's favorite or one of jd's favorite movies and you know it's something he grew up with and, and there's all the nostalgia like i remember seeing it as a kid and being like ah, oh, okay and then trying to watch it as an adult i'm like this just feels like a really dumb premise. For it happens movie. so often on my show. It's just like, I love this movie when I was a child. And then I was like, oh, it's because my brain wasn't fully developed. So I was like, oh, that makes more sense now that I watch it with a fully functioning brain. And like, oh, this, this ain't good. This ain't good at all. But sometimes you get into like movies like Shadow and I'm like, you know, that nostalgia bomb just hit me so hard. I got to love this movie still. Yeah. Even though everyone else, even though I know it's dog shit, but it's like, it's still fun. All right, all right. Well, let's we can jump back on the Marvel train here. Let's do this. <laughs> so, Marvel Phase Four. This is they. Some information has come out about Marvel Phase Four. The two main points that were made in this interview, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, let me see. Was it somebody um, important? No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't Feige because you know they're going to make all the announcements this weekend at the uh, New York Comic Con. Ah, and not New York. I'm sorry, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Yes. Who was this real quick? Where I lost Palmer. Who's Palmer? Palmer? Richie Palmer. Okay. Obviously somebody that works for Marvel Studios. I don't know. It's not Feige, so we won't worry about it. But the two things that came out of this interview were everyone's gonna have like PTSD from the blip. Like they kind of addressed it a little bit already. Like, do we need to to beat this to death? You know, like they they, they addressed it a little bit in What's the name of that movie? Oh, uh, it was in everything, right? So it was like it was so in, they, they talked about and, in Spider Man with the some kids being older. Yeah. They talked Falcon about and the it. Winter Soldier had the whole the Winter Soldier displaced um, people. 
even in the, the Black Widow movie. Yep. Right? Like the sister got she got blipped and Hawkeye, blipped. we get to see that. And so it's like Yeah, like they've dealt with it. Like I don't need to know every character's reaction to being blipped or not being blipped. You know. But the other thing is they did say that there would be a reckoning revelation moment for Scarlet Witch. So like she's they kind of basically said she's not dead. Yeah. I knew that. I, yeah, I mean, we all knew that, die. but it's funny. It's a like, comic book. It's like, there's no body, no death. So no one was wailing over her grave at the end of this thing. So obviously she ain't dead. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I, it, it like, it shocked me that she would reveal that in an interview. Like, you know, like the movie just came out, people. Yeah, we all know. Like this, just the same way. Like Loki's gone forever. He's gonna go to prison in Asgard. Oh nope, he's free again. <laughs> like we look. That was less than a year later. Oh wait, now here's a variant of. Oh, he's dead now. Oh, he's back. He's back now. That's gonna happen. Yeah, they're really gonna have to get used to that because yeah, these are comic book movies. Yeah, and, yeah. Death is just not. <laughs> Unless you sit. see the body crumble and people are crying about it, then we're sure they're dead. Like, Even then, they're somewhere in another timeline, though. Yeah. So you can never. I can't wait for the Gamora to come back. That'll be an interesting like reveal for the Christmas special they're doing. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about her <laughs> a little bit too. No. Yeah. Well, the Guardians. Phase Four just gets a bad rap, though. I just see a lot of complaints about it. It, it has a lack of direction and and whatnot. And I think. They have the pandemic that happened, the fact that they got to clean up after Endgame. Mm -hmm. They still had to try to make money, so they couldn't just pause everything. So the way they had to muddle through, I could just I can understand that there's not exactly a direction yet. They had to figure out what the hell they're going to do with the Fantastic Four and X-Men because they just got that before the pandemic. So I think just people just need to chill out about phase four and just let it ride. Just let it ride, see where it goes. They may not have everything mapped out, but they'll figure but it out. Here's the thing. Mm. We've we've been taught that we can't just or that what they've done to us is we can't just watch movies anymore. We've gotta like speculate what's gonna happen. We have Let's to say the internet for you. And yeah. We have to say this to is gonna time. suck because this character's gone, or this is gonna be great because of this character. That was the other thing like about this article is like trauma was going to be the surrounding force of everything in the next in phase four and i'm like so after so in, after a pandemic where people uh -huh. lost friends and loved ones to a debilitating virus they had no idea that they had like they weren't powerless to stop it through right. ignorance or whatever and it's like now everyone even in our escapes we're going to have to reflect on what it's like to lose and i just yeah. Of course, it's not going to be someone everyone's favorite, because <laughs> like we don't do that. No one watches movies to like. I watch all the sad movies when I'm sad. No, I watch Super Trooper because it's funny <laughs> and it makes me giggle. I don't like. I don't go looking for like the Lion King scenes when I'm upset with my dad. I <laughs> like. I go watch like What About Bob or something like movies that like make me feel good or right. make me feel powerful and. It, I feel like they're they had an idea and they lost it and they're like, well, we can center everything around this blip, this major event that happened in our universe that everyone yeah. that affected everybody. I think you like, just hit the nail on the head there. It was like it's like, but the problem is we also had a major event that affected our uh -huh. universe. And it's like, 
We don't want to reflect on that. We want to escape. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We had to deal with that in real life. You know, we've got five dollar a gallon gas, and I play League of Legends as well. So you all, we all know how nice those people are. So I don't want to deal with trauma. And it's like, and even like, and even in our universe, some people are like, that didn't ever happen. And like, I'm sure there are a bunch of people in their universe like the blip was a was a hoax created by the government. (laughs) The math doesn't work. Okay. Cause I know, you mean man. to tell me some purple dude had the ability to snap his fingers and my cousin Richie just disappeared and I slept with his wife eight or five times and then like what, what then now he's back and I'm I gotta leave. I'm out of my house and home now, which is my brother's house, but it's still my house and home. And I'm like, no one wants that. Maybe I don't know. I was watching a podcast just the other day where Fauci made up Thanos. One of the guys gonna fool me. Oh. One of the guests was arguing about that we never went to the moon, and and like all the hosts were like, like, like what? Yeah, and it was Thanos like, was right, which exactly, is like, yeah. was like what? <laughs> what? That's who is like that should be the villain in the Captain America movies is like a huge cult following of U.S. agents and his armies who want to go back, but which was the flag smashers, but more radicalized now so they mm-hmm. were fighting for like the people and like no this is the way now we swing to the other side of the spectrum and it's like oh no <laughs> or or the the it's the amazon and the because i was trying to like think about what the next thing was about corporations the, the, are fighting <laughs> yeah and they don't care they have cops for that they don't need any soldiers <laughs> the police are the soldiers for the corporations yeah and that's who captain america fights there you go. There All it right. is. <laughs> All right. And Frank Castle joins him. <gasps> All right. So I need to ask a question here. Did anyone here watch the Cloverfield Paradox? Yep. Oh, you did? I did. Was I have seen this. Good? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's about a particle accelerator that was kicked on in outer space and they wake up and not all their particles are where they're supposed to be. <laughs> that was the third movie, right? Yeah. In the th- yeah. Okay. And it's like they thought that it was contained only in that space, but what happened was they had jumped. That was like the big reveal at the end is like, oh, we're back on Earth, and it's like, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> they they had jumped dimensions and ended up in the Cloverfield universe where monsters exist. All right. Well, Julius Ona, is that how you pronounce it? Sure. O-N-A- okay. Julius Ona, who directed that movie. He's going to be directing Captain America 4. So starring, oh my God, Sam Wilson actor. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, yes. So are we excited for this? Is, do we think he's going to be a good director? Do we think he's just going to be another, he's not that well established, so Marvel can kind of still push him around director like they do with a, a there lot it is. of these movies. Yeah. That's it. There That's it the nail yeah. on the head right there. Yeah, That's no, what it is. It is the Marvel formula, you know. He's got about that level of experience. And uh, yeah, like you said, they're just going to do what Feige says. I mean, okay. It's like, you know, a black director for a black superhero. I'm okay with that part. It doesn't have to be like, I don't know. Like, I need to read a bunch of Captain America or Sam Wilson comics now. And I'll be like, this is the one they should do. And then usually that'll be the one they do because they're like, oh, this is the one they should do. Because that would make the most sense. Because this would be fun and awesome to watch. Then they're like, no, we're not going to do any of that. (laughs) No. No, yeah, that usually is the way it works. Or like, oh, they're going to do Civil War. And then we get Civil War, but very different. 
we didn't have a lot of people. And I was like, that makes sense. Like, it's like, if you, that's well, no, everybody I mean, that we had in the and building. They, they changed the motivations because I think that made more sense. Like, yes, there were tensions because of the accords and they were trying to get Cap to sign it, but then it really became about Bucky and saving Bucky and. No, it is. It was called Captain America Civil War. So I was like, all right. So yeah, it had to have been Iron Man Civil War. Maybe we would have got a backstory to who the hell that woman was at the beginning. And I was like, why did you care so much about this kid's life? Like <laughs> everyone else that you murdered on Sokovia still had to die. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get why you like, was it just because she's a strong black woman who like pushed you to this? And it was like, and I was so sure that that lady was going to come back and be like a splinter agent for Hydra. <laughs> like they, they were pushing for him to like, to be like, yes, regulate yourselves so that way you're weaker and i was like yes kill each other kill each other i get using a single person as an emotional focal point as a writer but you're right it would have made more sense if they showed him like then investigated other kids who died and yeah. who were, who like, were students and what and then really whole families you ruined like what like yes. why did that one kid be the like the center point like he was gonna be an, he was an mit guy and like just like me now he's dead <laughs> We dropped a building on him, but we feel like an asshole now. And like, yeah, and you only yeah, got, but we saved the world while we did it. So, hey, you only got a I'm five, a guy, five I'm sorry. second explanation of who he was, too, right? Yeah, like they didn't show a connection between him and Tony Stark. You know, that should have been visions things. Like the numbers don't match. You would you rather we didn't save Sokovia? Like we saved Sokovia, but the world had to blow up in the in the in exchange. Like, right? Yeah. No, exactly. And they got, they tried to get everyone off, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we did what we could. And like, we even, we saved hundreds and thousands of lives in the process. And I mean, it was all your fault, Tony. I don't know what, like, <laughs> you're the one who <laughs> you, wanted to build a fucking robot in the first place. So yep, you build maybe you just regulate yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of phase one is all Tony's fault. Yes. Oh yeah. It's true. So I was like, why? He's like, oh, I got to regulate regulate everybody. And Scarlet Witch blew up a whole building with Wakanda citizens in it. And I'm like, yeah, but did she blow it up? Because I feel like it was a mistake, which, okay, fine. She doesn't get the new power. She's not an Avenger anymore. She don't get any credit cards. She's on her own. That's it. Mm -hmm. We disavow her from the Avengers. You want to keep an eye on her, Ross? You do it. That's how that conversation should have gone. Instead right. of like, no, we'll hold her here forever. And I'm like, no, take her. Take the chick. We don't need her. <laughs> and then what was Steve going to do? No, 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 no. She messed up. We're not the police force. She she messed up. She's fired. She don't get to be a cop no more. Yeah. I, I would have been the best Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of here. Just Look, get out of here. Go. Go work on something else. You get one strike and you're out in this in this league. It's well, you did sure. murder 14 people, so that's a big strike. Come on, <laughs> go away. I mean, Steve <laughs> did kill a bunch of people when he was running from the government in the last couple of weeks, but you know, we don't talk about that. So, if she has reality bending powers, why couldn't she go back and erase that mistake? I think because, because she, she didn't know she had reality bending. Well, that and she would go on to kill many more people. So, I mean, who's? Oh, that's true. She I, did. Going. good for her she was enslaved an entire town it's like right and then people are like what she's a villain i was like yes read a comic she's always been the villain <laughs> and like her, 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 her children aren't real and i'm like no 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 they're real she's still a villain 
You can yeah. do both. <laughs> yeah, they'll give her spurts of heroism in the com- comics, but outside yeah. of that, like, you know, with Avengers vs. X-Men, her and Hope Summers got rid of the Phoenix, but then, you know, fast forward years later, and she goes to try and resurrect all the mutants in Genosha's that died, and she resurrects them as mutant zombies, and then so they got to deal with that. She has to go get Doctor Strange to help her. <laughs> You're worse than Tony! <laughs> you, why are you breaking things? <laughs> Put oh it down! God. That's the scene I want now. Somebody just like, I thought you were dead. I thought we were done with this. <laughs> and now zombies? Oh, bitch. My goodness. Mutant zombies? Mutant zombies with powers now? Ugh. Man. <laughs> Tony comes Never. back. Oh, God, he's back! <laughs> Somebody call Ultron. All right. Save us. But we are excited for Captain America for. I want Luke Cage back. We <laughs> all, all I want Luke Cage back. I want Luke Cage back. I want the Blue Marvel, Adam Brushier to come back or come into the MCU now. Because you know why not? I want a huge. I want the Mighty Avengers, an all black team that just beats the shit out of anything. It's gonna be awesome. Like it's never gonna happen. Avengers, except the X Men. Except the X Men. I mean, they're much bigger and more powerful, but you can't stop them. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of movies we're all excited for, or maybe not. <sighs> Did we all have a chance to see the trailer for Rob Zombies, The Monsters? Yep. Yeah, I did. This is stupid. <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't the first one. Good. All right. I, I, I have like, no, no I'm idea. I'm a major fan of White Zombie. Like, I've only been to a couple concerts in my life because I'm pretty much a stick in the mud, but White Zombie was one of them. So, like, you know, I dig me some Rob Zombie, but I just don't know what's going on. I liked here. Halloween. That was the only movie from Rob Zombie I seem to have liked. And I've looked all the rest of them and I'm like, I don't like any of this. I don't like any of this. So, and I wasn't even a Monsters or an Adams Family person. Like, I didn't watch those TV shows. I, they I were after Power Rangers. Some monsters, some black and white <laughs> monsters. I, yeah. I just, I didn't, I don't get it. Like, it felt a it felt hokey and it's like okay you're doing that on purpose because the original show was hokey but does that humor work in 2022 no no it doesn't why not i don't know why not i mean and you're supposed to put your your funniest and best scenes in the trailer and i don't know don't do that make make it just funny enough to be like oh that seems interesting because if you put the funniest moments in the trailer and then people go see your movie and realize oh you showed me the best part. All right. Can you put at least one funny moment in the trailer? Maybe if you had funny moments. <laughs> but if you don't, then you have this and you're like, yeah, he makes the laugh like that. Right, guys? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how he laughs. And- it wasn't even like, and that's the other thing. I, I, like, I, I'm not sure who any of the actors are. It's like, I get it. But Sherry Moon will never be an actress. I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry. No matter how many movies you shove her yes. in, she's not an actress. You can stop now. Sherry yes, Moon exactly. zombie? So is it's that like... It's his wife. Oh, that's... And I'm like, every time he makes a movie, she's in it. And I'm like, bro, I get it. But you are not... What's his face with Mila Jovanich? And it's like they they just they had other people to make that and a whole video game franchise to help those movies out. Maybe like, yeah, if Rob Zombie directs, I don't know, Halo, and then he makes his wife Cortana, sure, we all go see the movie. But 
No yeah. one's gonna be like, no, Rob Zombie's not gonna do Halo. That's dumb. <laughs> it's gonna do the monsters. It'll be yeah, hilarious. That, no one's gonna want to see that, it. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and we're gonna make one more bad movie for Rob Zombie. He's gonna shove him right it'll into a recording be, studio where he belongs. Yeah, it'll ah. be Dra- it'll be Dracula. Children of the night. You know, it'll be all fucking Bill Lugosi. I just <laughs> and like, you know, somebody had to look at this movie while he was working at it on it and went, Yeah, this isn't this isn't funny like or this isn't working but yet no one did <laughs> I, it happens right it's got to be a gun that's like without any oversight somebody just like whatever you want and i was like yeah make it it's that's kind of hooky that's exactly how the tv show was yeah but like that's a tv show from way back there <laughs> yes. We're, we've and, had and- dozens of sitcoms since then dozens of hundreds of sitcoms I'm wondering if it doesn't work also because the original show had a laugh track. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Yep. Like, like add a laugh it, track and maybe that will help. If you've ever watched the big bang theory without the laugh track, it is the dumbest fucking thing. And I'm just like, why is this not funny? It's because the laugh track's gone. It, the reminder that this is supposed to be funny. And then like, so your brain is like, well, this isn't funny because no one's mm-hmm. telling me it's funny. Fuck this guy. Fuck this immature asshole who won't sit in any other seat in his old goddamn apartment. Well, it pretends like Conan Online was ever a viable game because it wasn't. Exactly. That's not a funny <laughs> bit. I played it. Did I, you really? Yeah, I did for a little bit. Oh, for a little way. bit. There's one. Okay, you got one. You got one of them. I think it was free to play at that point, though. When I oh, well, it. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, the only thing, though, I will say this in defense and you can do this with any sitcom that has a laugh track you take the laugh track out but like one of the problems is that you have to watch the, all the shows back to back to understand the humor you know what i'm saying like the, he doesn't start out with he just makes a joke about where he's sitting and, and people laugh like right. that has to be the 50th time he's done it yeah. and it was a progression for the character right like but without that context and at that point it it doesn't work unless there's a laugh track okay you know but it's still like it's a shortcut that's a lot of sitcoms do right it's like you're you're laughing because of the character not because of the joke but does that translate into a movie though because i don't feel like that translates into a movie and i and i think that's the problem that a sitcom because i think we tried this before with like the brady bunch and Mm -hmm. i love lucy and a bunch of other older sitcoms that they don't know bewitch oh that's that's a classic movie everyone saw right that I saw it. I want none to of these of translate into movies because sitcom is different. Like I get it. It's yeah. a property. You have a you have an audience who's already recognized this stuff. You make the movie that they are reckon. Oh, I remember that show when I was little. And you get their money for that one time, that big box office weekend, and you walk away with sixty million dollars like a fucking thief because you tricked them into watching this shitty movie one time. But that's that's another thing is that. A lot of times those movies are made to try to capture an audience who grew up with the show. And even if they watch the show in like reruns, I don't, I don't know. Like I never really watched the monsters growing up. So who is this for? And like nobody, Rob there's Zombie. no one in their twenties and thirties that, that grew up watching the monsters. No, no one. No. Yeah. They grew up watching Will and Grace. Where's my Will and Grace movie? <laughs> <laughs> Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg. That's the sitcom I will grow up on. Where's my Dharma and Greg movie? Oh, it's 500 Days of Summer. Never mind. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, what was it? Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place? Yeah, I could see that. But, nah. 
the two Ryan and a half men until Charlie Sheen went all fucking crazy and doing the cheetah blood or tiger blood shit. Bring Charlie Sheen back. Yeah. Where's my community movie? That's what I want. What did I just see Charlie Sheen in? <laughs> oh, it was, a, it was a rerun of the Goldbergs. Oh. And they were doing Ferris Bueller's Day Off and they did the scene in the, the police station and Charlie Sheen was there in the police station. So, yeah. Okay. That was say, before... was it a AIDS PSA? Yeah, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that was before the Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think that's enough beating a dead horse. Movie to death. Dead <laughs> sitcom. Dead sitcom. So on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, guys, here we go. Oh, no. We're a week behind in reviewing this because I did an interview last week, but Thor Love and Thunder. So the fourth installment in the Thor movie franchise, the, God, I don't know what movie is this with Thor himself in it? Count the Avengers is at least the eighth movie with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, because four Thors, four Avengers. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll get into this first. Let's 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 okay. Let's just do the numbers real quick. As of this recording, domestically, it's made two hundred thirty-three million. International, two hundred sixty-four. So worldwide, four hundred ninety-seven million to date. So that's after two weeks of release. Rotten Tomatoes. The review reviewer score is sixty-eight percent. The audience score is seventy-nine percent. That does kind of feel about yeah. right. And we did a quick poll for our, our audience. We gave them three choices, which people complained about again. I tried to keep it simple and not do anything. I made them distinct. Me. It, it was great. It, it was okay. It was terrible. I feel um, like there needed a little bit more wiggle room between okay and it was great. That was all. And, and the winner at 61% was it was okay. And... It was great and it was terrible, tied at 19%. And then Randy did his yeah. version of it. It was, what does that say? Let's Alt? see. It was a I'm a Tiger Stan best a movie ever. Stan. Okay, I got Tiger Stan best movie ever. Enjoyable and fun was had. <laughs> eh, probably not the demo. Right. And MCU is dead and Tiger did, uh. did it. Oh my God. And I got a tie on mine. Why did I get a tie for the middle spot? For the middle spot. This movie's totally middle of the road, apparently. So, Gorilla Brain said, add the option. Taika didn't have a a leash to run wild. Oh, didn't have a leash and ran wild. Okay, sorry. Uh, Teffy Wonder said, I see high when I say it. And I was high when I saw it, and it still was bad. Yep. (laughs) Cheeseburgers and films, baby. I don't believe in superhero fatigue, but I believe in bad, bad films. And this was awful. Three out of 10. Wow. And then finally, our good friend, Timothy Jones said, the goats and the lightning bunny stole the show. I liked it, but it was confusing at times. I'm generally confused most of the time. Anyway, (laughs) the call. Good call, guy. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's uh, Tim Jones. Oh, shoot. What's the name of his strip? <laughs> Sour Grapes. Sour, Sour Grapes. grapes. <laughs> Available in finer newspapers across the country. All yes, right. did some voiceover for him for Aesop. Oh. Oh. Cool. You're the voice of Aesop now? He says, I am Aesop, yes. Hey, if he needs a villain, give him, I know where to go. I know where you can find one. <laughs> All right. Let's try this. 
Let's go around the room real quick. Spoiler free initial thoughts of Thor Love and Thunder. And uh, we'll start with Randy. If you are a fan of what we do in the shadows, uh, you'll be all right. <laughs> there it is. You'll be all right. <laughs> okay. Holy moly. Okay. There's no spoilers in that. There you go. <laughs> Don? I think this movie is very enjoyable. I think it is a good time. So, and and that's speaking from someone that took his whole family. So from five-year-old up to myself, you know, everything in between. I thought it was extremely funny. Timothy Jones there mentions the goats. I, I don't know. I just busted out laughing every time you hear that. <gasps> so, <laughs> I, you know, I eight out of 10 for me. You know, so when we look at your poll here, it looks like about 80% of the people said, okay, and 20% of people hate it. So, and that's also what's called the 80, 20 rule, uh, Peter diagram. So that is all consistent. I'm a data analyst by trade, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> so nonetheless, so yeah, I would agree with uh, the data here. I saw that Metacritic was in 50, the fifties and, you know, some lower stuff. So definitely some haters out there, but enjoyable to me. I thought. It was okay, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie in the sense of like, you know, and I know they all follow. I I have an explanation for that. If we're going to get into spoilers now. (laughs) Well, I will want this one second. Let me just, I wanted to say this to me, it came off like a sequel to a comedy movie, as opposed to the next phase or the next film from, for Thor. Like, I kind of feel like we felt a followed a track for all the other heroes through their movies. And in this one, it was like, oh, Ragnarok worked. Let's copy that. Like, and repeat some of the same jokes and and do what they do in a comedy movie sequel. And it was just like, that's where I was, that's where it lost me, you know? So, all right. So it's okay. It's not, definitely not in the top <laughs> 10 for me, for Marvel, but it's okay. So. I just think you're good. All right, now that we've said all of that, everyone was bitching about, oh, we gotta deal with any more trauma. So sad, everything's so depressing. Hey, how's a comedy movie? Go fuck yourself. We don't want that. Right, right. All right, all right. On that note, if you, you don't, then you don't know what you want. If you don't want spoilers, <laughs> stop the podcast now. Go see the movie and come back. If you don't care, here we go. Yeah, so I'm like gonna a, go deep in the water here. Just yeah. FYI, we're talking. We're talking about so, all, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was no. Okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> All right. So like to back to your point about like, it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie in its sense. And I think mm-hmm. that's what phase four is. It's the experimental phase where even like, if you look back, starting with Eternals, mm-hmm. that's an art film before it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. And it's like, everyone hates art films. <laughs> Unless you like movies, you hate art films. Uh-huh. So it's like this movie sucks, and I'm like, "What? It was why it's a Marvel movie? Yeah, but it's an art film Marvel movie, which why it doesn't play to everyone. My right. brother hates that movie, and it's like Doctor Strange feels like a horror comedy. Doesn't feel like a Marvel movie because it's a True. Sam Raimi horror comedy movie. It's like, you know, and it's like, oh well, Shang Chi, yeah, that was a kung fu movie, and then it was mm-hmm. a Marvel movie, and everybody loves kung fu movie." And it's like, it's hard to find someone who's like, I fucking hate Kung Fu movies. I'm like, then you are a, a vegetable who lives, who hates life. Because I don't know anyone who hates Kung Fu movies because they're funny. 
they're fast, they move, and like, and we have a lot of Marvel stuff. And I think that's what they're doing is like, before we had a rigid idea of what a Marvel movie should do. So because we're following a plan right in our phase four, since we have no plan, because it's the easiest way to confuse and distract, we just let the directors do what they want. And we'll retrofit it later because yeah. that's what we did. We just didn't I, tell anybody about it. I definitely went out of this movie thinking they went to Taika Waititi. He's like, everyone love Ragnarok. You're free to do what you want for this one. Yeah. You like know. they did with Sam Raimi. Do whatever you want. Make your Sam Raimi movie. I mean, I and like, because I question whose idea was it to bring in Jane Foster and do the that whole storyline from the comics, the the Mighty the Cancer? Thor, yeah. The, the, cancer. the whole cancer thing. And I, even in my movie, even my Jason movie review, I was like, cancer and genocide, it's going to be a hard sell. <laughs> no yeah. matter who's in charge, you're going to have a hard sell trying to make this movie enjoyable more or less funny and i think taika did it i think he did it just barely like it was still kind of funny but it was we'd kind of leaned away from the genocide part of that movie that's what my son said coming out he was like well they were dealing with some heavy topics in the movie so the comedy kind of balances it out which i get but i felt it just felt a little too much in this movie like we talk about how this was a funny movie but think back, guys. What was the opening scene of this movie? It was Gore's right. daughter, daughter starving to death. Starving to death. And then him he goes praying to, find- to a God who didn't right. care. Yeah, then he finds this God who's in the middle of an oasis that could have saved everybody's lives. And, and so Gore has a justifiable beef, but that's how the movie opens. So I applaud what they did with the fact that they handled Gore the God Butcher and the Jason Aaron Mighty Thor, where Jane Foster dies of cancer and does so because of her choice to basically sacrifice herself so that she could be Thor to, to help good people. I, I think they did a great job. I know there's complaints that we didn't get to see the God Butcher part. Yeah. I, I don't know that we needed to. I mean, no. I, I, I don't know. And, and, and really, this movie doesn't have a whole lot to do with thor i know that sounds crazy but the marvel universe itself developed a lot more than thor did in this movie to me i was actually very surprised at the beginning of the movie he basically gets kicked out of the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> i mean they didn't go on the nose wait, with it can we talk about can we, wait wait can we talk about that part of it the movie okay. him the whole mm-hmm. guardians thing yeah uh, is it okay look i like all of those characters i like all those actors mm-hmm did it feel like they were phoning that scene in very much so like that bothered that did bother me like that sequence just felt so like they stitched it together in two days and no one really cared i mean it's like it's not their movie so that's why we spend a lot of time on this and it's like the last time we saw thor he was with the guardians of the galaxy what has he been up to hanging with the guardians of the galaxy what's he gonna do now i don't know but we're gonna get rid of that those guys because they have their own thing happening. Moving on. True. It's like, I feel like, and it's, it's the balance between trying to tell a good story and a fast story. Like, we got a lot to cover. All right, so we got a guy with a sword that can kill anyone, and your ex-girlfriend's coming back, and she has cancer. We got to get through all this explain, explanation crap, and we can't deal with any more of these people who have their own stories. So <laughs> we shove those guys off. And it's like... <laughs> Who were the blue people they were saving? Doesn't matter. Moving on. Like, 
Why, where did Heimdall get a kid? Doesn't matter. Moving on. Like, <laughs> and people are like, why did they, we didn't spend enough time with any? So who cares? It's not, it's not that they <laughs> didn't spend enough time with them. It was just kind of like, it just felt like all the actors were just kind of like, we don't care. I don't know. Well, it was just something weird. I don't know who was starving Chris Pratt, but you need to stop. Like, <laughs> I don't know what exercise regimen he's on or what diet or what who, who's, who's got a gun to his head that he can't eat a Snickers or something, but like he just looked too thin and it made me sad. I missed my fat Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. <laughs> and like, and now I just I, like, I was happy to see him. Like, I don't want this guy. This guy no, doesn't look like a guardian. I, I kind of thought they were doing a, uh, like this is Korg telling the story and it's kind of like through Thor's eyes. And that's why they were all like praising Thor when he showed up. And they did the whole crazy leg split thing in the fight, and like, well, but, welcome to the jungle plays. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end, I'm like, no, this kind of felt like it was a silly slapstick scene they threw in, and it was like I kind of felt like some like maybe Chris Pratt and Dave uh, Batista, Dave Batista were like, this is this is too much. Like this is no, like this is below us. You know, <laughs> it could have been the fact that like they made a movie and forgot to explain where Thor was and like, ah, shit. <laughs> well, slap some FX together and we'll just figure yeah, this out real fast. It could have been. Just throw the Tangu warriors at him from, from power Rangers at him. And uh, it is. Uh, we'll go from there. And we're done. <laughs> we have the suits. And I will say that leg split scene with the two vehicles. I've seen so many people complain about that online. And it's like, I, it's a comic book movie. He's a God. Goofy, right. It's like, I, he it sat shows there his strength. Like, right. <laughs> it's, he sat there, like, almost let him lose the battle while he's getting his zen on. And then finally he gets up, turns the tide of the battle, but then in the process destroys their most sacred temple. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, he's just, he, Thor's kind of a ridiculous character in the MCU, believe it or not. I know he's real serious in the comic books and yay, verily, and thou art. And I've heard some pretty notable YouTubers complain that that's not their, that this Thor is not that Thor and that's their main complaint. But, but we, it was, we could only have so many gruff, badass berserkers in the MCU. We got Wolverine coming. So we, we got to keep it. He light. actually, that's the whole thing. He never was that Thor. Like Chris Hemsworth yeah, never did the right. these and thous. Because if he was, no one would care. Right. No one right. would care about Thor. The B tier Marvel Comics character who is now A tier because all the women think he's hot because he's played by Chris Hemsworth. Fine by me, gets the wife into it. I benefit from that, so no problem. <laughs> it is. But if we had the metal winged helmet Thor that spoke like Shakespearean, whatever, no one would like he he would not be where the character is today. So yeah. I'm on that board too. Like it made no sense. Like every Thor comment I've read with that kind of guy has always been very boring to me. And like now in my head, I add the Chris Hemsworth voice and it makes it more light, yeah. funnier and moves faster. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I just like interesting characters that are humorous and light for my comic book movies. Dicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, sorry, I like like things. I mean, fine. I think Christian Bale did an excellent job playing Patrick Bateman and in, in makeup because that's all he was doing. He was doing American Psycho to children. And I was like, if he had handed them a business card, no one would have known the difference. Like, so, so you think he should have pulled out hip to be a square and 
explained to Thor. That like, would have made the funniest scene. <laughs> dance around. Dance around with the necker sword and just like, hey, kids. <laughs> you guys have heard of Huey Lewis in the news? And then, ah! <laughs> this starts, the sword. <laughs> that would have been sickening and like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Then it would become the most talked about Best movie, movie ever. Best movie ever. Best movie Best movie of the year. Still hasn't beat everything everywhere all at once, but still. Covered in a nothing has been that movie this year. Does it bother you that Gore does not look like he does in the comics? Which in the comics he looks like Lord Voldemort had sex with a Twilight. So <laughs> you know, does that bother you guys? Or are you like myself? Are you okay with the more humanoid gore? So that we can get the full bail effect. Ugh, sorry, I had the image of Lord Voldemort trying to have sex with. <laughs> like, oh. And so, yeah, Gore in the comics, he's white. He has no nose. He looks like Voldemort, and he yeah. has like these tail heads. For those of you who don't know, Leku, it, they're called in the Star Wars universe. Um, oh yeah, like he's a Sokotana. Like, right. yeah. No, I mean, you know, I mean, they could have given him the the headgear, but like, does it really make a difference? at the end of the day like if i don't think so is, especially since we had what was it ebony maw or whatever the fuck yeah and game in infinity warrior already had the God, yeah and, uh, he gets all right squidward. squidward yeah yes that was just my of the I think whole fucking 10 years it's my favorite life as long as it's a good character it's well written and and the actor does a good job bringing it like you don't need that that makeup you know like yeah i like the effect of him becoming white after he picked up the sword you're like losing color and like showing do, doing that to show he was possessed but like that's all you need it yeah yeah it worked he's losing his lost his color and his hope and i was like oh right. that's cool but like i like because i had read somewhere that all the monsters were dri- were drawn by the children as like nightmare figures and then they animated those monsters and i was like that's fucking dope <laughs> monsters yeah I was like, oh, so they're nightmares. They're monsters from their nightmares and then made on the screen. I was like, that's cool. Probably scared the crap out of those kids when they watched the movie. Yeah. (laughs) And Taika used all of the actor's kids as free labor. (laughs) He's like, my kids are in there. Christian's kids are in there. (laughs) What do we think of the... Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Chris Hemsworth's daughter's in there. Yeah. The MacGuffin of Heimdall had a son that we didn't know about until... Okay. I, I, you know, I've heard of this. So, okay. Was it really a MacGuffin, though? Because in the end, did Thor win or did Gore do exactly what he set out to do? Just changed up. Did a Darth Vader at the end, I guess. But Thor didn't resolve this shit. Like, fucking Gore is sitting there. He's got fucking Stormbreaker dragging him in one hand and the Necrosword, Noel in the other. Like, total, like, he won. Gore won. Thor, with his mouth believe it or not mm-hmm. kind of resolves this movie so and jane like yeah is it that much of a mcguffin because he won so there, nothing really saved him other than dialogue and reasoning by thor i mean right, but it, yeah. it, it was a way to find the kids without having to come up with something else it was just like oh yeah heimdall's son's here so he can talk to thor yeah and also like i Very guess much. you could That's go like into the stance thor. of like would you, do you really believe that anyone would allow Idris Elba not to have sex in any universe? <laughs> and they're like, no. I do not believe Idris Elba does not lay pipe in every universe. <laughs> I was like, 
in Luther and Fast and the Furious and in the MCU, he you're, you're has assuming, sex. <laughs> you're assuming as guardians have sex the same way humans do. Maybe they or just reproduce touch tentacles. The I don't know. Do. Like, well, <laughs> do Kryptonians have sex? Like, like a vultramite. Fine. He's like, like a vultramite that he just has sex and like <laughs> overtakes the DNA with his uh, pet. With his pets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and then the other thing that they added to make this movie work is all of a sudden the weapons were sentient, like Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. We've been but we've been talking about that for a while because it's like even Korg, 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 Korg had asked that question in Ragnarok. It's like, how did the hammer know where you were? Like, did the hammer pull you off? You must have had a strong relationship with this hammer. <laughs> That's right. And it's like, like how did it know to call how did it know that you needed it when it called when you called for it? and it's like so is the hammer sentient and like we asked those questions but they were just jokes we throw them aside and now we know that his weapons can commune with him that they know they were like they react to his touch and his voice and his commands you know when mjolnir even in like whispered hushes is like i want you to take care of her no matter what and then that's mm -hmm. the the spell that creates the bond for the mighty Thor. And I'm like, oh, that's an easy fix. I don't why did you bother like trying to make it hard. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, like, it was, you know, yeah. It, well, I mean, but then adding the humor of Stormbreaker being jealous. You that know? was funny though. Every scene with Stormbreaker like just sneaking up on him was just it killed me. It killed me. <laughs> And like when he like uh, he gets the lightning bolts, and he's like, "Oh, it's a fine weapon." And you see Stormbreaker just start shaking. He's like, "It's a fine weapon for Valkyrie. It's not for me. It's for Valkyrie. You take it, please. Take this weapon from me." <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "This is hilarious." I don't, know. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. And I, I thought they were going to go in the direction where Valkyrie and Jane were going to run off together. Like they were like, you know, they've been pushing Valkyries you know, alphabet mafia ties and they're, <laughs> but they're not going to get oh. there yet. Cause you know, well, she does. Kiss people had girl. a conniption whenever like two women kiss for 15 seconds in a light, light year movie. So fine. Oh my God. Lesbians. Exist. Didn't, she didn't, didn't she kiss one of Zeus's yeah. girls. And yeah. she was madly in love with one of her friends who died in Ragnarok. And it's like, right. we've known this for, we've, we, it is known. But, yeah. I mean, and, cause they're trying to, they're making the Valkyries like the Amazons. That was, yeah. it was an all female society. So yeah, like it that makes sense. So and I was like, okay, well, let's push that. I'm like maybe maybe she's not in the Thor anymore. Maybe she's like, you know, how do you hang around Cat well, Dennings forever and stay straight? There's no way that's gonna happen. That's my question too. <laughs> like Natalie Portman coming back and Getting ripped, ripped, swole. as Jane Foster and. Like, I don't know. I kind of have not an issue, but I just it like it doesn't work for me. She hasn't been she was the last time we saw her was Thor Dark World. We haven't seen or heard from her basically since then, other than jokes about her dumping Thor. You it's know, like, and like okay, so I so talked about this back okay. and now boom, we're all of a sudden we're supposed to be emotionally invested in her having cancer and then you know being in love with Thor again. I, okay. So I talked about this in the Thor of Dark World episode. The word was torture. This shoot is torture. Natalie Portman, Idris Elba, Jamie Alexander all use that same word in interviews talking about Thor the Dark World because, and like, 
Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct that. And uh-huh. it got that got turned away in the like the half second before it got started. And nobody told Natalie Portman about it. And it's like she finds out when we find out to Mubs. And like, wait, when and then Patty Jenkins goes off and makes the best comic book movie of the year, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, why wasn't I a part of that? <laughs> I'm stuck right. doing this shit. And then like, so she's done with comic book movies until now. And same with Christian Bale. He's done with comic book movies because fucking Christopher Nolan apparently pissed him off and i'm like but it was taika who brought these guys back with the script and his charm and is like he's such a good director and he's so relatable and he's so funny and like they were so happy to work with him so us as the viewers have to like you know we've seen we know that she's still in the universe because they talk right. about her and the breakups and like she wasn't an age of ultron like but she was mentioned and we get a little backstory with that whole like the the loving, the living situation, which reminded me of that uh, that short they did where he was living with that dude, oh, learning yeah. all about Earth and stuff. And I don't know, I just I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it like, oh yeah, they're bringing back Natalie Portman. I was like, cool. And so I went out and I read those Jason Aaron comics, and I was like, holy shit, she kicks a lot of ass in this fucking comic. And I was like, yeah. she kicks ass in this movie. That'll be even better. And I was like, I probably won't do that. They probably just like nerf her so that chris hemsworth doesn't feel but like the whole movie he takes a back seat and we see her like use mjolnir in a way that's never been done before and that's how it's supposed to be in the comics it's like she commands that hammer to do amazing things Mm -hmm. and he's so impressed by it he's like you keep the fucking thing that's no (laughs) that was awesome And I, I, was, I, I, I related to that. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, and like, I, I, he's so like, he's not, he's not machismo enough. Like, what's my hammer? I mean, my sister broke it. And I like how they utilized the broken bits, breaks apart and comes back together. Like, all that was cool. No, but I'm saying, come on. Every guy that's been through this, you know, when the ex shows back up, it doesn't last. Like, nah. Because you get back together and then you realize why you broke up in the first place and that right? comes back up, you know. So- <laughs> you just stop talking or whatever. You're like, <laughs> but hopefully that was how we learned that Thor has grown in his journey between now and then, between you know killing Thanos and bring bringing everyone back into the universe. That he learned he can be vulnerable or you know talk to people, share his feelings, whatever. Be fat and like, but still be worthy you know, lose himself. I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of growth happening between Dark World and this movie. Yeah. With Thor, at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, but he's another character that keep kicking in the, in the balls. Yeah. If you think about it, you know. He loses everything. He, like, yeah. he lost his dad, his brother, his mom, his planet. Like, yep. all of his friends are dead, and except for Lady Sif, who's probably going to die eventually. And then he lost his love, and then she comes back. Right? Only to die. Only to die again. And then, but, you know, he has his little girl now. He has to be a dad, too. Yes. A, I don't know about that. Fight him. Yeah. I can't wait for those teenage years. That'll be fun. <laughs> With the power of it's the power of eternity behind her. That I, <laughs> so, that I didn't expect, though. I didn't expect him at the end of this movie to have a pseudo daughter. That's right. Which is something that was that's a character that was created for this movie like that's nothing yeah. from the comics so that was a left turn i thought it was that one chick who had the who was in the a force i can't remember she was she was a single singularity i thought that was what her name like there was a character who had a small part of eternity inside of them and that she created like 
black holes and teleportation and whatnot. Mm, not familiar. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. But like, she wasn't Thor's daughter, was it? No, no, no. But like, yeah. you know, MCU, we, we're making shit. Right. <laughs> Which, okay, so since we jumped to that real quick, so they, first off, uh, you know, number one, JD said, oh, don't, they won't do the cancer storyline. Which, which they did. Sure, they will. And two, he's like, I don't think we'll ever see Eternity in a in a MCU movie. You got him. Yeah. So the background, you got a Kang, and there was the one celestial. Yep. Statue. So that was uh, there was also a Living Tribunal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a bunch of crap in the background. <laughs> so so you get this. They create this story where oh, if you get to Eternity, if you figure out how to get there, and you, you reach, you get a wish. You get one wish, right? Yep. The cool. Dragon Ball Z premise. <laughs> how come how come only one person got the wish? I don't know. How come Thor didn't get a wish? I mean, I don't you know, because we all know what he would have wished for. Another hammer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just yeah, like they I mean like I get like it. the first person to get to eternity, you know, gets a wish, and that, that is kind of a far flung premise. You know, and, and how does Stormbreaker, how does this long prophecy end in, oh, you got to have Stormbreaker. How, how does that become the key of all this? I would imagine it was something to do with the Rainbow Bridge. And yeah, well, I it, was, it, was it was more of the Bifrost. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's really funny and a little bit convoluted how that worked out. So only Asgardians then could get to eternity, or at least only Asgardians had the means. So, yeah, it's far flung, but it didn't take me out completely. I, I thought it was an okay premise. It's just as long as they're like, okay, can't do this again. Like, not every saga is going to be. Yeah, we can't always all like use the wish thing. We're not going to collect the Dragon Balls or whatever to come back to this place. Well, or and apparently turn, Thor can also evil Shenron imbue yeah. his power onto children temporarily. Didn't he do that with the lightning bolt? Yeah. So I don't know if that was his powers. It was more of a Zeus thing. But, you know, I don't know. Again, sitting there in the theater with my daughters, I don't know. I was a cool, I don't know. That's a that's a kid lure there. You yeah. Know, the kids invested in it. I liked it. Now, I don't get how you're like, oh, just pick up random parts of the temple and they'll be your weapons. Like, it seemed a little bit of a MacGuffin. Like, there was just some peculiarly shaped, specifically just, shaped. Pieces of metal, like, pieces <laughs> of, like, the first Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> It just kind of felt like that problem with the Superman movies where, especially by the time we got the four, where it was like, oh, we need him to do this. Just give Superman a new power. Oh, we need these kids to fight. I just give Thor the power to give them his power. You know, like. Yeah, no, that was total feel good. Yeah. That's all that was. I mean, if I see Thor have the ability to fix the wall of China with his vision, then. (laughs) (laughs) yes <laughs> then i'm out <laughs> oh my god i think it'd be fun. i don't know i was i was digging it and like thor has always been the show or the movie where they do a lot of expanding of the universe and i was like it was nice that it didn't have to do that most of this was just a thor thing like it's all thor family his friends his weapons his girlfriend all of it had to be contained in here Whereas like Dark World and the first Thor, you know, we bring in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hawkeye and the Infinity Stones and all that. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so we don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore. And it's like, but now, because we have the TV shows that'll do that, that'll do the expanding for us in the universe. Yeah. Where it's like, we're, but no one's going to watch the TV shows. So they'll all yeah. just be confused and mad. And we're like, 
Why is this not going I, anywhere? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was already shocked where they made reference in the uh, Doctor Strange to WandaVision without like really explaining anything. Yeah. You know, I was shocked that they did that. I didn't think there was going to be that much of a crossover, you know. To without... 1990s all over again. That's right. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like the Matrix. If like you didn't play the video game and you didn't watch that animated thing, you have no idea what the next two movies are going to be about. And I'm like, oh. Well, why do I feel lost? It's because you didn't get the extra DLC shit where Jada Pinkett Smith explains all this shit. <laughs> oh. Okay, wait. You know, you 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 said that people complain about two women kissing in... Lightyear. Lightyear. But yet, I haven't seen... I really haven't seen anyone complain about Korg getting it on with a night man because it's an all-male oh, Holding hands in the lava pit. Holding hands in the lava pit. That's how with they get Dwayne it Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Them. That's how they make a new corn or Cronin. Cronin. Yep, Cronin. That's how they make a new one. So they were getting it on technically in a movie. <laughs> I had the first MCU with gay sex in it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's so funny that those those Planet Hulk characters are now like tied to the Thor movies. Korg and Meek. Like those yeah. are Planet Hulk characters. But it's it's but it fits in the setting. So it's just funny that they make them work so well. It'll be easier to explain than when we do World War Hulk eventually, right? That's, I think that's on the list of things to do. Yeah, that, that's a rumor that that's one of the they want to do World War Hulk. So well, we gotta we gotta get the six one six Illuminati first. Yeah. We gotta get back to Angry Hulk. Get well, we ha- we'll have She Hulk to help us with that. Yeah, I'm get sure. Red Hulk suit. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can't wait for the show because I want them to explain like. Why was he human again at the end of Shang Chi, and then now he's back to Professor Hulk in She Hulk? Like I thought, I thought it was like it made sense to me to reset, so then I could regenerate because like my arms all busted <laughs> from the Infinity Gauntlet, and I was like, well, what if I reset back to just human? And it's like, oh, my arm still hurts, and I'll I'll heal, and then I'll re- and I'll get angry again and oh. go back to being Hulk. Okay, that's one explanation. That was my that was my thought process. Like, oh, you switch back and then you're gonna come back and like, oh, my arm's still fucked up. <laughs> it's like your brain always has to fill in those gaps, doesn't it? Yep, <laughs> it does. It really does. I was like, oh, so why? Why do they? So you knew Shang Chi had the bracelets from somewhere, and you have the bangle. Are there more artifacts out in the universe that give people powers and shit? Like, is there some Nova bands that we need to be worried about? And <laughs> I felt like that's what they were setting up. I think so too. I think yeah. there's there's trinkets out in the universe that have more potential to be like. I'm so sure there's going to be a helmet of Amon Ra well, or whatever that makes people unstoppable. <laughs> they did say Feige said at one point he thought Phase Four would be split into two, where it would be more galactic stuff going on with like Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy and other characters and Captain Marvel, and then more earthbound street level characters like shang chi makes sense you know so i'm kind of hoping that's where they're going to go some of the people get daredevil move oh yes get all my all the characters will come back and get wilson fisk and then he's gonna have to fight echo again and and luke cage and luke cage eventually <laughs> they gotta get michael Coulter away from that evil show though so that's gonna be a rough sell yeah yeah he's really good in that show though so it's like it's a good show yeah (laughs) it's another thing it's like how do you how do you have like 
It's like, what's your relationship with this guy here? Oh, he's a priest. Yeah, but look at him. He's so hot. There's no way you're not having sex with this guy. Come on. Don't lie. And she's uh, like, not yet. <laughs> I have a husband. He, he, it's, it's not going to happen yet. He, he is a beautiful man. I Season three, though, I am jumping his bones. <laughs> I will not deny Michael Coulter is a beautiful man. I know, right? Yeah. I want all those characters from Luke Cage to come back. We need a whole. I just, oh, that show was so good. And it was and really it sad. It was like, like, it ended on such a cliffhanger. I was like, we're doing the Shadowlands. I was like, yes. <laughs> Where Luke Cage is like a villain. And it's like, I run this part of town now. Oh, oh, okay. And then it was like, nope, they're all canceled. Nope, they're all canceled. <laughs> nope, we're not going to. Marvel wants them all back. But they got everyone else. Like, Charlie Cox is signed back on. Kristen mm-hmm. Ritter is signed back on. Like, Wilson Fisk. I Wilson mean, that Fisk. Was, um... uh, the guy who played Foggy Nelson, he's signed on. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, so we're building a Daredevil movie. But apparently they uh, did not ask Finn Jones to come back. I mean, <laughs> can't all be winners, guy. <laughs> but, you know, know whatever is... Jessica Henwick's doing, she can stop now. Come on home, baby. <laughs> come on home. Bring that, that sword with you. I still wonder if that was writing or acting, though. Mm. I feel like it was a bit of both. Yeah. Like, I, w- I saw videos of, like, the editing was off when they did the first season of Fights choreography. Oh, God, and yeah. I was like, yeah, if you slowed this down, sped this up, it would have been more seamless rather than just so janky. It's, it's one of those things, too, because you went from those brutal but well-done fight scenes with Daredevil to... Like a guy who's supposed to be a master of kung fu, and it looks like Stephen Seagal. I don't know who. Was, <laughs> I don't know what guy was like. This will be great. It's like, have you seen kung fu movies? No, I hate kung fu movies. What? Uh, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, that explains it. That's why you suck at this. Okay, it's like watching Shang Chi is like, whatever, whatever those guys did was wrong. All right, all right, all right. So anything else we want to mention about this movie before we wrap this up? I want to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it in 3D. I saw it in 3D, and I feel like that was a detriment to the movie because like there was no need for it, but it was still fun to watch. But my eyes were kind of like, I had to readjust the whole time, so I was not immersed. So I was yeah. like, yeah. But I want to watch it again without it and just watch it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll feel better than I do now. But I still feel good. Yeah, well, unfortunately, both my kids have lazy eyes and they can't do 3D. So, yeah. So it saves me money. I'm paying for the tickets. Nice. (laughs) How about you, Don? Well, I I was really surprised by the the Necro Sword stuff and all the symbiote. I know it was Zoe, Shadow Realm, and all the Shadow Monsters. So I know it was Shadow based in the movie, but just the comics themselves not being that far removed from the King in Black event where Null, the god of the symbiotes you know was using the necro sword and all that so that was really really cool to see them actually do that again they're not saying yeah this is symbiote stuff and all that but they're still saying hey this is a necro sword and it's still doing everything that it does so um, so that was really cool yeah (laughs) i'd have been so dope if like the sword just kind of like jiggled and they cut away to some bar in the middle of nowhere and that blob just like starts reaching for it yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I was, I was surprised they, they went as hard on that as they did, but it was really I, cool. I will say that, uh, like Christian Bale, or uh, God, Christian Bale's character, Gore, 
gore wow gore's motivation like yes he gets to the thing that god like upsets him so like it makes sense he wants to kill his god at that point but then he gets the necro sword and like the sword takes him over and then the sword yeah. wants to kill all the gods yeah so it's like like he had motivation to like get revenge on the first one but then like it really like he didn't have motivation to kill other gods at that point that was the sword so when the sword gets destroyed at the end that's when he can be like more clear of mind and be like you're right i don't want to kill them all i want my daughter back you know makes sense to me yeah but it's funny like i will say that it's 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 one of the only marvel villains where they gave us a good motivation for him but yet then that was like superseded by a sentient weapon basically like you know the the motivation got him into the situation but then it was like it was taken over you know which is i mean it's more than a mustaching trolling villain i hate when they do those yeah but it's a little less than like thanos you know i understand he had his mouth all black his teeth all pointy look nasty yeah gotta watch out for those necro swords (laughs) yep like the hair on Gotta get off them hair Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's see. Let's give this movie a score one out of ten. One out of one out of ten sentient weapons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. You can go first, Dodd. You already gave a score, I think. I did. So eight out of ten sentient weapons. I'm sticking with that. So right. I really liked it. It was funny. Randy. I think I'm gonna go with a seven. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. And sentient weapons, yeah, because it's like ah, I really wanted to. I don't know, I wanted more, but it was still good. It's still fun. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, Randy. I, I'll give it a seven out of ten. It's not the worst movie. That's still, I think, in my mind, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> and it's funny how he can have one of the worst and one of the best movies in the MCU. I will definitely watch it again when it hits Disney Plus in a few months. And but I want to go back to the theater for this. Like the Rotten Tomatoes for this is 69% for Thor the Dark World, 66%. Huh. I was like, what? <laughs> That's shocking. That's it? It's not as bad as, yeah, I would think Thor would be, Dark World would be lower, but I also don't think this one is is that bad. Like That's what I'm saying. It's like, as a purveyor of terrible and shitty movies, <laughs> I know when we get to the, de- or when we get to the line of like, yeah, this is shit. It's like, no, this is fine. This is a fine movie that was funny, and then you probably didn't get the joke. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to put a pin in it. Let's see you guys one more time. Oh, well. All right. Let's do it. A, do you have any recommendations? Or B, did you learn something on the podcast this week? And then, of course, shout out your shows one more time. And we'll start with Randy this time. Sure. So I would like to recommend two things. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building. I really like that show. It it made the combination of grisly murders and humorous comedy really seems to work well. And Steve Martin is a fucking genius. <laughs> so it's hard to be like, ah, rah, rah, rah. and I would also like to recommend that you guys go listen to Pop Prism Power Podcast, <laughs> episode nine of season five. That is where they review the crown. And that's also where I am. I'm also on that episode as well. You should listen to Pop Prison Power Podcast too. So, I would have been on tonight. I would have been on tonight. Yeah, but I, but, I'll but, still uh, shout her out. See, now you're, you're just making me look like more of a sexist. Anyway, that just, <laughs> she, had, 
Inside what joke. happened? Inside joke. He had a headache. I get it. <laughs> you can't always work on when you have the headache. Can't got to tell you ladies to like calm down. It can't happen tonight. I got a headache. Can't I know? I can't do it. No, 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 I'm not taking those pills. It works. It hurts. Anyway, follow me at Cult Forty Five Podcast. We're on all the podcasting apps: Spotify, Twitch, Twitter. We, their newest episode right now is How High. Speaking of dog shit. <laughs> and like, let's see, soon we're going to be into our Patreon, like holiday season, like, uh, well, not soon, like November, but we got, we got a lot coming down the pipe. We're going to do, we're going to do Ang Lee's Hulk. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to do Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And I think we're going to do Man of Steel. A bunch of comic book movies up ahead. So. Cool. All cool. right. Did you guys ever do Steel? Did they do steel? Maybe? No. Mm. I think we I tried to push steel one year. I think we 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 swapped it out for Meteor Man. Maybe next year. All right. I'll look it up. Don. What I learned today was that two girls kiss in a new Buzz Lightyear movie and apparently it upset people. Strange to me because I still think two women kissing is sexy, but okay, there we go. That's what I learned. That's where we live in now. You can only accept it. <laughs> <laughs> what do I recommend? Obviously, I, I do. I recommend Thor Love and Thunder. I think it's a great time. But I also recommend you go to YouTube and search Omega Level Nerds. Find our channel there. Please subscribe. We really need subscribers. And uh, watch one of our latest videos. Me and my buddy Halo Drama just talked about the disappointment level of the Final Fantasy VII remake, rebirth stuff. And we do some Dragon Ball Z abridged reactions, stuff like that. So Ooh, that's that. what I recommend. Dragon Ball's the bridge is the best. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, I learned that Taika Watiti had the first gay sex scene in a Marvel movie. <laughs> and I didn't think about it until we were talking about it. But yeah. Uncensored. Like, uncensored. Uncensored. People. Uncensored. Just out. Just rock hard and everything's out. <laughs> no one cared. Definitely rock hard. Rock so hard. It was so rating. hot. Still has a PG-13 rating. S&P so. was just like... I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I guess just let it slide, right? <laughs> At least there wasn't any noises, right? That's what it is. It's like it, if there were oh, noises, they should have added like the sound of rocks rubbing together. Yeah, if they had like oh my God. grinding and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just grinding whole, on each other. Whole new spin on the term grinding. All right. I will also recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page comic book reviews by our good friend d square which the newest one will be up before this episode which is a survival street from dark horse we had the authors on last week so if you didn't check out that episode go back and check that out i also recommend that you guys check out cult 45 and omega level nerds both great shows that's why we have these guys on the show to fill in when the two numb nuts can't be here oh <laughs> that's that's mean and i always laugh at cult 45 always that's good. I'm happy that you laugh at least. Some episodes are just like, this ain't funny at all. I don't know what's going to happen. And Omega Level Nerds, come on. You guys listen to this show. You're going to love Omega Level Nerds because just as bad. I mean, just as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And on that note, as always, thanks for listening. And don't let your cape be caught in the door. Have a good week.